Well, well, look who's back. It's First Off, You're Wrong, a podcast by two dudes. They're smart enough to see problems, but too dumb to figure out how to fix them. I am Luke. With me is Jeremiah. Hi. Last week was... What? What was last Did week? Did we forget? No, we put it up... You got canceled, man. You got canceled last week. You don't remember getting canceled? Oh, it was, did we really get canceled? Yoga, yoga. <laughs> you didn't get canceled. Yoga. I make you panic a little bit. Well, I was like, maybe <laughs> I don't remember doing an episode last week. I have been eating random things today, and um, the combination of all those random things does not make for a a very um, energetic Luke. So I'm going to try to be as happy as possible with this whole episode, and hopefully we will find our way through it, guys. Together. You can't see him, but he is actually not opened his eyes once since I'm, I'm not I'm here. <laughs> Hit him with a disclaimer. All right, as you guys know, this podcast is mainly opinion-based. Of course, as Christians, our utmost authority is Scripture. However, with that said, some of the things we talk about aren't strictly covered in Scripture, or they might just be gray areas in the Christian life. Our goal is to make you come away thinking about things you've thought of in the past in a new way, or thinking about things you haven't thought of before. With that said, Luke, are people wrong this week? And if so, what are they wrong about? Is that like your new thing? (laughs) (laughs) I call it the diplomatic intro. Oh, okay, that's fine. (laughs) Yes, they are wrong. And people are wrong about Christian influencers. Hmm. So so, so what you're saying is that people are wrong about Christian influencers. I wondered how that will sound. Probably not very good. I didn't hear anything. Oh, I know, because I think it's... Okay, just whatever. <laughs> are, you, are you hallucinating? Are you having? I just like I just saw the surprise. I was like, I really want to click that. So I was like, I forgot to click it though, and I said, Christian influencers. Um, so like in the day and age that we're in, everyone wants to be an influencer, especially back in like 2020, 2021. I hopped on that bandwagon. I did not become a Christian influencer. I mean, I am an influencer that is a Christian person. Am I an influencer? I don't influence people. You're, 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 I, know, I don't sell stuff. You were so Josh Safdie's muse for Anka Joms. I don't know what. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that was one. That was probably one of the greatest TikToks. Was Anka Joms? Anka Joms. And just like, and I would say it to my wife all the time. She'd be like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "I'd show it to her." And she's, like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "You know what Uncut Joms is? It's like a movie." And, and I, I only got through like, I only got through like maybe. An hour of that movie, it was so depressing. I, I can't watch, watch movies that. about gambling. It was like gambling, and he like was selling so, <laughs> like jewelry to like gamble more. And I was just like, I can't watch this. I don't, I don't know. But uncut jams, uncut jams. I've yeah. never seen the movie. I just know the memes. Yeah, that because means. that is just hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. So back in 2021, everyone became influencers, right? You could go on TikTok, you come viral, you get a bunch of followers. And I remember, then, like, well, I think it was like 2017, 2018, or something like that. They did the, it was the first time that the number one occupation, like when you ask kids in oh grade school, gosh, like, what yes. do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, mm-hmm. fireman, police officer, astronaut, president. You know, those were all the big ones. And then in like 2016 or 17, it went to YouTuber. And now yeah. it's TikToker and yeah, stuff it's, like it's, that. It's just, it's just any, like, I just want popularity across yeah. all platforms, which I mean... I don't know. Am I popular enough to like talk about it? You've got you've got a decent following. Yeah. I mean, what was it? you got like? What, I got a hundred. I have a, no. I have a couple uh, million. Like overall. Overall, I probably I have over like ten million views over like reels, yeah. TikToks, and everything like that. I have a hundred thousand followers on TikTok, and then like 
almost 14,000 on Instagram. So we'll call that like a micro influencer. Yeah, I, I would say it's not like a big... A niche. Th- yeah. So let's just do this because I'm on the cusp of, of the whole thing. Um, there is no reward. <laughs> it, is, it, is, <laughs> it is more... To me, there's more anxiety from having that because of the fact that you fear like if I stop I lose it. Yeah. Which is a which is why I think it's a this is a good segue right into um problems with Christian influencers because I believe and I see some of them have that problem where it's like they will put out um media or posts or whatever to continue to maintain re- to maintain relevancy in the age of Everyone's posting a thousand times. Yeah. So they're posting. You know, I'm I'm posting ten TikToks a day. I'm not, but I'm but like I have I have a buddy. He posts like two or three, I think, a day. He stopped for a long time. He and I both stopped for a long time, and you know, we didn't like lose all of our followers and stuff. But it was one of those things where I think it was a good thing because it was like I'm not going to let this rule my life, which I think a lot of them do, and they'll constantly just put out, you know, content that then it can be very questionable like when they put something out because they're just out of ideas or they're like, I need to, that's a real problem is I need to elicit emotion from my followers to get more in interaction. Yeah. So then the algorithm loves me and then gives me more followers. Yeah. And makes me a bigger influencer. And this, I think is something that it is creeping in, not creeping in, but it is taken over like with a lot of these social media uh, Christian, whatever platform they're on, most of them on TikTok. I mean, there's some on YouTube that I've been looking at, like in the in the past few days, where there's just a lot of I don't know a lot of problems I see with that. And 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 the good thing is that some people call it out in the comment section, um, but then again, some people get away with it, and a lot of people, you know, they're looked at because they're a Christian influencer and they're popular. They're looked at as, you have the truth. I'm going to go and, well, you know, I don't know about this opinion. I mean, you know, we sometimes maybe fall for that. But usually Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm going to go listen to MacArthur talk about this, that, and the other. Wretched Radio. Okay, I know what Wretched Radio is. (laughs) I didn't know what his name was. I just like, I like his, 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 the way he talks. And so, is that the way he that talks? Jimmy Stewart. No, no, that's the way he talks. He talks like that. Russian radio. Yeah, Russian Clarence. radio. Clarence, Clarence. Logan. Um, and like you know, I want to go, go home. I want to see go, my wife and we, kids. We, Clarence. We go, we go listen to them, but I think that listening to them is very um, different. Do you need the stand? No, it's fine. okay, go on, pretty sure. Um, but listening to them is very different. I think because they're they're not laymen trying to. I mean, some, you could say, I mean, I wouldn't say MacArthur is. I mean, Richard, you could say maybe, but a lot of those guys aren't trying to, like, gain more followers. Yeah. They are, I the truth is in the Bible, I'm spouting the truth from the Bible and answering the question that you have for me, as opposed to people on TikTok that I go and listen to and watch, and they're sitting there saying things where it's like, like, why why is this on your page? If yeah. you're, you're going to be, I mean, I see the ones that, I'm not saying... I'm not saying you can't joke around, you can't make fun of people or whatever, but when you're like a Christian page doing it, I don't know. Sometimes it just becomes something where I, I don't think that there, you should it's almost like you to me you're held to a higher standard. Yeah, there's one there's one thing about like making jokes and having fun, making a meme and doing stuff like that. And then there's another thing about 
you know, just deliberately stirring up strife, right? And we don't want to stir up strife as Christians. We can have playful banter, yeah. you know, back and forth about disagreements. A big one right now, especially, is eschatology, right? You see people on one side saying one thing about, you know... Eschatology like, is the study of end times. Yes, the study you of end times. La- if you want to be uh, literal, eschatology is defined as the study of last things. Last things, um, thank you. So You're welcome. but so you know you have the post mill guys uh throwing lobs at the historical pre-mill and then dispensationalists point out things with the ah, millennial guys and they all do it through memes and it's playful banner and then if you sit all those guys down in the room then they might talk about it for like a couple minutes and then they're just having fun as pals and brothers in christ but that's not that's not the same as you know uh a Presbyterian making a meme calling Baptists her This is not an, a literal example. This is just something that's coming to mind. Right. It, it wouldn't be the same if a Presbyterian made a meme saying that because Baptists aren't sprinkling, sprinkling their children, they're heretics, right? Right. That, that's not the same thing. Those two things are not equivalent. Uh, so one, one is a joke and having fun, and everyone can kind of tell, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a joke. Calm down. I post memes about stuff all the time on the, uh, on the, on my page, on my personal page, and on the podcast page. Right. What was the one I did the other day? Um, now I gotta go look I it up. I can't remember. It was it was a good one. Uh oh, was it the Veggie Tales one where they it was like the Veggie Tales dancing on stage? Oh, that you you post that a while. That was a back. while ago. That was a while but that was just ago. one that came to mind. Right. That's about Veggie Tales. Yeah. Technically, it's a Christian meme put up by a Christian page christian influencer we we do the same thing right so there, there's a difference between jokes and trying to cause trouble right okay and also going back to the whole people come to you for the truth right yeah because that's what i think is a very alarming thing and then like we're talking about with like the jokes and stuff it can go a little too far sometimes um and the issue I see here is, you know, when we go to First Timothy, when we go to Titus, when we go to Second Timothy, and we see like the attributes of someone who would be a pastor or be um, a deacon or an elder or whatever you want to call them. And I'm saying that because there's many different ways of calling them things, not saying because I don't know what they're called. But the, when you read in those books what it takes and what a man who will be one of those uh, positions needs to be like and what his life needs to be like, I, I question, is a Christian influencer also going to be someone who needs to be called to something like that? Because I'm not saying like a person that posts Christian memes on a meme page should be you know, held to like this ridiculously high standard because, you know, even for pastors, it's hard for them to be held to that and stick with that standard. We see it all along with people, with pastors, you know, when they have extramarital affairs or they do something, they stumble. Um, But I think that when it comes to some of these people, I'm not talking about the guys that are doing skits about like, oh, um, you know, Christian... (laughs) The, what's it, the music ministers of oh, like a mega yeah. church. It's like, those are hilarious. I don't think those guys are what I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking more about the people that are sitting here trying to guide. They're actually influencing you in your walk with Christ. And I believe they're held to a higher standard. I think that even people like Jeremiah and I who are on this podcast, 
as much as maybe at the beginning we don't think about, oh my goodness, what are we stepping into? Because now we are going to be held to a higher standard and we are entering something in which later on when we're being judged, okay, th- this is going to come up. You guys had this podcast. Did Were you reaching people correctly? Were you, what was your life like? What were you... What were you teaching people? What were people, when they listened to you, what did they take away from it? Like that will all be put against us or for, or for us um, when we're judged. And th- I think that a lot of these Christian influencers don't realize that. They're just like, oh, no, no, I'm on YouTube. I'm just trying to encourage people, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, people are looking to you for truth. They're looking to you for answers in their life. And if you can't provide that and you can't handle that pressure, you shouldn't be a Christian influencer. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people are going to wrong people that don't understand biblical principles to teach others how to walk with Christ and walk correctly with Christ and to be sanctified daily. And I think that a lot of them are causing a lot of damage. And, you know, I mentioned the, you know, there's a difference between joking and stirring up strife, but there's also a difference between causing strife and standing for the truth, right? So you can yes, point at, that's like a the huge, videos, that's a huge the videos, the videos I have made, uh, the response videos I have made, which I haven't done one of those in a long time. Yeah, because you're slack. Um, I am. Man, they're slack, they're, slack, they're a lot. Slacker. Well, they're a lot of work. I put. You know what does the Bible say about sloth? <laughs> <laughs> the, like the the most recent one I did, I think, was four plus hours of work into that response, in videoing it, editing it. Well, well, researching everything to refute the topics, I had to make sure I went through point by point, hit everything. It was over four hours of work, right? That's half a work day. Yeah. Um, and of course, I didn't sit down and do that all at once. I took like about a, uh, a day or two of just kind of working on it here and there, writing the script out, doing all that. So it was a lot of work because I wanted to be intentional in I'm trying to be friendly with it. I don't want to you know, poke someone in the eye for no reason. I want to say, Hey, I love you. I see what you're going for here. You're wrong on these points. Let's work together to get to a proper answer instead of just leaving that person where they're at and then going without them. I, I, I want to bring up, cause what you talked about with, um, the, the writings of the qualifications of the elders, it, it is a, a good, thought to bring up in if you're going out there and you're putting influence out yes you're not a direct elder in a church right never was trying to make that distinction also i know i know know, know, know you're not saying that i'm just making sure people (laughs) across the airwaves know that yes (laughs) they are not elders of your church our listeners at home we jeremiah are not elders of our church but (laughs) even though you're not an elder in the church one it's it's a good thing for people to be looking for those positions for people to be aspiring for those positions uh, but also, if you're if you're putting yourself out there, you're putting yourself in a place of authority. And so I just want to read this short section here in Titus 1. I'm going to start in verse 6. And like just kind of think through this in your Instagram or TikTok uh, life. If you're, if you're going out there and putting stuff out there, do these qualifications of an elder, do they apply to you as an influencer? So it's, again, t- Titus... One starting in six, and I'm just going to read through and I'll end. 
at some point. <laughs> if anyone is above reproach, the husband of one wife and his children are believers and not open to the charge of debauchery or insubordination. For an overseer, as God's steward, must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for self-gain. Ooh, there's one. Mm. Be hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also rebuke those who contradict it. For there are many who are insubordinate, empty talkers, and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision party, the the Judaizers. They must be silenced since they are upsetting whole families by teaching for shameful gain what they ought not to teach. Right, and it goes on from there to finish right. with some more stuff uh, specific to that book, but still going along with the qualification of the elders. But, uh, you know, I stopped on that one, you know, must be above reproach, uh, must not be arrogant, not, not be quick-tempered, uh, not uh, a drunkard or violent or greedy the for greed, gain. I, I think the greed for gain one is the is probably the biggest that, one. That would yes. be a big one for, I think, a lot of influencers. And I think that it comes down to a lot of things that they say, like I was saying in the beginning, they'll, they go for that instead of, here's the truth, I'm going to say it, um, even if it's like maybe a... Um, you know, someone's saying something that is completely false. I'm refuting that, like kind of like how you do with the yeah. response videos. And now it becomes a thing. Um, I think even I remember one time you sent a response video, and at the beginning, uh, you said something. I cannot remember what it was, and you were like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I remember I told you I don't like the beginning because it could come across as snarky. And I know you weren't trying yeah. to be like, oh, listen here, Billy boy. Like, you know, like you weren't, you weren't <laughs> saying that. <laughs> like you weren't saying Do that. Do I sound like that? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's how you sound to me. But you weren't trying to say that to the person. But I was yeah. saying like, hey, let's not fall into potential of someone thinking that we're trying to just be like a bunch of butts about this where it's yeah. like, no, you're you're doing the research and you're being like, hey, let's act let's look at the Bible, let's let's dissect what you're saying and let's see is it right, is it wrong? And if it's wrong, here's why it is wrong. And I think that a lot of times you watch um, when I'm on TikTok and I see like a Christian influencer come up and they're trying to refute something or tell people that what they're doing is wrong, um, even of their followers, um, and they sit there and they just it's such a it can be a very um, just talking down, like yeah, you're, condescending. Yeah, very, there you go. Condescending. That's the word I'm looking for. Condescending. Yeah, it's um, condescending. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's, that's <laughs> yes, the word you were looking for. Was, looking was for. condescension. Yes, sir. You know, and it's when you're when you're trying to tell someone something, but they're too dumb to understand what it is you should, you're saying. You should be a Christian influencer. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it's you know, it comes down to something like that where. They're they're very condescending in their responses. I'm not, and obviously we're not going to sit here and start naming names of influences I'm talking about. I don't really want to do that. Uh, I have some in mind, and I do follow some, and I like them. Like I said, I like the comedy ones. Um, I do like some that are out there that are just preaching the word. Um, there is one dude who literally, when he films, his face just takes up the entire screen, and he's like talking to you like this, and he's and he's like he's like forcing the words out. Like I feel like he's like hurting as he's speaking, <laughs> but he has very good points. Like he, yeah. he's a very he's a very he has a lot of good in in the things that he does and says. And there's just some where I, I watch and I followed before where 
it's it's like they they do comedy skits, but then you're like they're making fun of Christians so much, where it's like, are they an actual yeah. Christian? Like, because there's so much making fun of everything Christians do, where it's like, yeah, we can laugh at ourselves when we do dumb things, um, but it's all it is is you're just attacking the the people that are following Christ, and and it's a not a unrelenting thing. And then there's no like positivity of the other side, like, and this is the good that comes of it. And I think that that's, it's not good. It's not helping anyone. Yeah, and that's like I think Babylon B did a video a couple months ago at Masters University, and yeah. it was based. The joke was, you know, a liberal family goes around takes a tour of the Masters University in California, and they're walking around, and then the whole time it's like. The mom and dad and the daughter are making, you know, oh, they're owning the libs at the Babylon Bee. But then at the end, John MacArthur is actually in the video <laughs> and he's sitting <laughs> in his really. office and they walk in and they're like, hey, we just wanted to introduce you to this family who's taking a tour. And the f- parents freak out and run away because it's like, oh, John MacArthur, straight white man, run away. And then John MacArthur goes, wow. Your squad straight up ghosted you, fam. John MacArthur says that. And I'm like, okay, that's good because you're you're that's <laughs> the joke this. is obvious right there. Like, why would John MacArthur ever say <laughs> what he just your said. squad straight up ghosted you, fam? But at the same time, they weren't like How did they get him to say that? It wasn't I feel like he just constant like, no. jokes. It wasn't constant jokes, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. There was this is what it's like truth, 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 joke. And that's where the most effective, like just from a comedy perspective, that's where the most effective comedy is. You, you look at like good comedians. It's not when they try to be, you know, a, a comedian who is trying to actually make like political points. Norm MacDonald or uh, um, who was it? Uh, John Stewart, mm-hmm. right? Not everything was comedy but not everything was political point right it was hey x y and z and there's the punchline so you're laughing but then you're also thinking about what he said like oh that was a good point but now i'm laughing and i'm more open to what's being said right so if you're trying to make a point as a christian yeah you can have fun the one the one guy i'm thinking of he does uh i forget his name but he does uh daddy's house church Daddy's skits. house, yeah. I've, I've, those yeah, I've to me of are those some shows. of the funniest ones because he does he plays all the parts in Daddy's House Church International LLC. I think is the full <laughs> full bit. I gotta find this guy's name because he's he is really funny and he kind of does that where he'll be like he's he's poking poking the bear in a comedic way of like hey th- this is what these large scale non denominational yeah mega church campus churches are like and he does it in a very surgical way of getting in there where you're sitting there and you're uh uh, taylor ransom that's his name that's it yeah taylor ransom you'd recognize this guy but um oh yeah 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 yeah. daddy church (laughs) but he's got one where he's like the you know daddy's house church maintenance guy and he's going around he's like i just got my new ford f550 pickup truck that the church paid for with my 21 foot trailer and also he's got like this huge gut and he's like (laughs) 
just trying to discreetly smoke a cigarette behind the church and everyone keeps walking past him and he's like, oh, I got to put that away. <laughs> I, I, I think that guys like that, though, that's so he's also making fun of the culture around like a certain type of church, which, yeah. like you said, is a non-denominational mega church. And I guess what, you know, I, everyone's going to be like, wow, Luke is such a buzzkill. Yes. And no, but mostly yes. And I'm more talking about when the guys are making fun of Christianity as a whole. Okay. Like everything Christians do, we're just going to, I'm going to find every single thing that you could possibly make fun of. And, and I'm a Christian and I'm going to make fun of it. Like there are some good skits um, by some of them where it's like, you know, they talk about like the missionary where it's like, yeah, me and my, and my wife. Um, we're, we're going to uh, Cozumel for our mission trip, and we really hope you'll donate. I'm down here helping the local villages. At, by the, you know, every day afterwards, I sit and do devotions by the pool uh, and sipping on uh, my whatever he like brings. And it's like, and it, obviously, it's like making fun of like the the pastor that's like going on his quote mission trip and then goes to a resort um, and then asks for people to donate to send them. Go there. listen to tithe. Yeah, go listen to time and go listen to mission trips. Ooh, Ooh that was a good one, right? Anyway, no one listen to mission yeah, trips. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but uh, you know, and those are fine. Yeah, and I think because again, you're poking fun at a certain, a little certain thing. But when we're just going and we're just constantly making fun of every single thing that Christians do, and then we're claiming to be Christians, it's like at what point? It's like now we're just. Now it's like I'm just talking to one of my atheist friends at this point, where it's like you're just yeah. constantly harping on the fact that I'm a Christian and how stupid, how could, how, uh, as, as, um, one of my brother-in-laws, I think he's actually listened to a couple of these episodes and he is a self-proclaimed atheist, but he, he looked at me one day and he said, you know, Luke, I don't know why he would say that I'm the smartest person he knows, but he said, I was one of the smartest people he knows and he can't understand why I'd be a Christian with, with me being so smart. And I'm like, looking, I'm like, what are you? I'm what? And like I was so taken aback by that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to be stupid to 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 believe in God. I guess because he just thinks that everyone that he's ever met that believes in God is stupid. And I think that that's the issue though. Is when I'm starting to see Christians who are influencing all these other people and they have these huge followings. Where it's like we're just constantly harping on how stupid Christians can be and how dumb their their culture stuff is yeah. and how dumb their church is. Um, it's like, yeah, there's certain things I think that you can just poke fun at all day. And a mega church, I think you can poke fun at all day because I think that their cultures are so weird and just they need to be like, hey, here's what it is and this is what we're all thinking, so let's just talk about or it. Or like the the, you know, the the fundamentalist people, I feel like they definitely need some comedy brought in to point out some oh stuff. yes a hundred percent like you know you could be like five thousand pounds you know overweight and then you're yelling at someone for playing poker or drinking yeah like that kind of thing so yeah, yeah i think that's, that's that's funny right you know let's make a skit after this yeah, let's make a skit. Let's do that. No, um the the one that really goes into physical fitness i'm sorry it's an easy one good good transition no, the um so where where it gets me is there's some there's someone I'm thinking of specifically who I, I don't know if I'll bring up. Yeah, their, don't worry about names, bringing them up. Just talk about they, it. Um, we don't need any more drama. My wife and I we <laughs> we their videos are pretty funny. They're like Instagram. They're like an Instagram couple. They actually live in Alabama, uh, down in Dothan. Okay, wow, um, you're really getting <laughs> like how many how many Christian influencers in Dothan, Alabama? Do you think there are? At least two. Okay. 
Well, you can bleep uh, that yeah. out if you want. No, I'm going to keep but it in there. Anyways, you know I will. They, uh, it's fine. I'm just like, right now, I'm not feeling like dealing with controversy, but I'm okay with it. You know, they, Tomorrow, I'll be fine. They, uh, they don't... They they claim to be Christians, but they don't make you know strictly Christian content. They make yeah. videos of them going to church, but it's more the like you know the the videos they make are just like day in the life sort of stuff, like mm. Instagram vlogs and skits and stuff like that, just to be, be trendy and influencers and stuff. But um, I I don't think that that is a bad thing to do to to be in a position where you can simultaneously plug like your 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 faith mm-hmm. is part of their content but it's not the center of their content you know their right. the center of their content is Ghosts their family Christians and secular media and i think that the fact that their family is so important you know it's the they have kids and they're you know that that's a big part of their family right and their emphasis on that and they've gotten popular enough to where now they're doing content with like other people who are in the same category so now they're being influences on those people's lives as well so i see that and i say wow that that seems like a good use of their their witness you know their 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 faith so they might not be directly sitting there and you know reading scripture and preaching at people over instagram but their their lives and their joyfulness they openly say comes from their faith yeah so i do, what do you think about that just being being on there not strictly being one way where you're you know like like with your content i don't know if we can even say what you're you can say, I don't care. like your your content is pretty much strictly construction yeah right it's it's all that and there's you know that's it you don't you don't swear in your videos you don't do anything lewd or anything in your no. videos Except for make fun of <laughs> church kids that come work with me. But yeah. you don't do anything like... Hey, our, our pastor, though, he says he loves that. Oh. So, that's, <laughs> so you know. But you don't do anything immoral in your right, videos. Right. But you're not also strictly, you know, it's very, it's strictly secular. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's but not, you're, yeah, but I then, know what you're saying. At the same time, our podcast channel is strictly the scriptural right yeah. it's it's strictly spiritual so what about like a median where do you feel do you feel like you're it's riding the fence too hard or? um i don't i don't know i because so when i do with my stuff on you know tiktok instagram and all and youtube like i'll bring up things like people if i do like a live or something and so i think someone said something one time and i literally just went on a rant about jesus I, I'm being dead. So it was on TikTok Live, and I can't remember what they said. And I have to go back in your logs. I just, I just, I, I just went off on it about Jesus. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'm very open about that. I would never like hide it. I think that's the issue would be is if I was hiding it, yeah. that would be a very big issue. And be like, well, this page is secular only. It's only about construction. I'm not talking about Jesus. No, I'll absolutely talk about Jesus. And I think that meshing them together is a good thing. It's like, hey, you know, we don't. This isn't like a. Um, I don't know, I don't want to say pretentious, but it's it's not like every everything that is on that channel is not just construction. And you know, we talk on this channel, it's like you said we're a very it's a spiritually based um entity media thing. And but we talk about other stuff. And I think that's absolutely fine. I don't think that this 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 persona that we get as Christians that we need to be one dimensional and it's like we only talk about like uh you're my church friend so you and i can only talk about jesus 
We can only talk about the Bible. We can only discuss like the happenings of what's going on in the Christian world. We can't yeah. talk about anything else going on. I think that's incorrect. So I think it's actually disingenuous to be like in the in my other stuff and just be like, I'm not going to talk about spirituality. I'm not going to talk about Christ. But then also on this, I think it's ingenuine or disingenuous to be like, um, we're not going to talk about anything else going on in the world. We're just going to talk about Jesus, which is like, look at all the episodes we have. I mean, we're talking about things that you don't talk about in church. Like you don't talk about um, what's what, physical fitness. I mean, how many times is that ever brought up in church? Yeah. You don't talk about manosphere. We don't talk about Pokemon. I mean, it was once we proved that it was brought up one time in church. Um, uh, what Sarah was on, um, the romance books. Yeah, the romance books. Go listen to that one. Um, you know, these are all subjects that are not really talked about in church, and I think that it brings more of a a, a genuine like this is what life is. Like, we're all in the world. We don't want to be of the world. So it's when I'm on my stuff, I can talk about Christ. I have no problem with that, and I don't think anyone should that's a Christian. You don't necessarily have to be just straight Christian stuff to be an influencer that is a Christian, okay? You don't have to sit there, and I don't have to like every, start every video with, I love Jesus, and and I'm a believer. Like, I don't have to do that. Also, my actions in my videos, like you said, I'm not sitting there cursing. I'm not sitting there. I mean, yeah, I'll say... Um, you know, a rude comment about someone. I think at one time TikTok took one down because I called my brother-in-law an idiot. And, um, you know, and that, that's rude. Um, but I, I would think that a lot of the actions you see, I mean, besides the people screaming at me, telling me I'm a slumlord. Well, I, you are a slumlord. Yeah, I would, I would think that you'd look at what I do and be like, oh, okay, I can see through his actions that he's willing to like talk to people, to, to level with them. And the fruit that I'm producing is something where you can be like, there's something different about why this kid would actually post this stuff on social media. And the reason why is because I'm not going to sit there and just try to screw people out of their living situation. I'm going to try to be a level-headed person and try to be like Christ in everything I do. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a huge long answer to say, yes, I think you should <laughs> mesh it all together. It's okay to do that. I think it's actually, I think it becomes more genuine that way. And I think that those people like you're talking about where they're like, hey, we day in the lives, all that kind of stuff. They're like, hey, we do a prayer, we do whatever. They show those things. I think that's a very good thing where it's like, okay, you, I, I, again, I think go back to my brother-in-law who says, you're so, you're smart. In my eyes, I look at you and say, you're a very smart person. I don't see how in the world you could ever believe this garbage. And also it's, you know, it's a, a stigma of, oh, someone that's a Christ follower, they're weird. Yeah. They're, they're a weird person and I don't want to be around them. And I think that seeing others be like, no, look, I live a normal quote unquote life where I do things besides just going to church, besides just talking about Christ. Not saying it's bad if you were only talking about Christ. It's not a bad thing. But, you know, we aren't told in the Bible, hey, the only thing you can do is biblical stuff. Like, that, that sounded bad. The only thing you can do is is, is talk like, about is talk about Christ. It has to be all, like, everything you do, you just have to sit around, like, you just talking about anything that comes from the Bible, and you can't do stuff that's outside of biblical things. I feel... Another, and that's a, still a terrible way of what I'm saying, but I think you understand what I'm saying. I think meshing it is a good good thing because like you said it, it does humanize it you yeah. know it makes it more normal and that that i think a lot of people especially coming from a strictly secular side if someone were to just stumble across that page of the the people i'm talking about and say oh wow what a nice cute family they're so sweet oh little little kids and 
oh that's so much fun and oh well oh they're they're oh they're going to church oh oh that's interesting you know oh my gosh they're going to church and it's not not in a way of like (laughs) oh wow they're you know they're drug addicts and then they go to church no it's they're normal people and they go i thought everyone that went to church was like amish or something or wore jean skirts right you know and and that i think can be a helpful thing to destigmatize a lot of stuff because it comes down to a lot of times the culture of the church that people grew up in is their viewpoint of christianity as a whole yeah and they see something like what you're pointing out and it's like oh wait like, you know, if you grew up in like a super, one of those uh, churches that has the women with the head coverings yeah. and things like that, or Church of Christ or whatever, and then you see, oh, wait, these people are following Christ. These people are Christians, and yeah. they're they're not sitting in sackcloths and, you know, um, whatever, all the weird things neck we've talked beards. about in this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, neck beards. But it, it, again, it just comes down a lot to the culture of where you were, where you grew up, where your parents went to church, where you went to church as a kid. And a lot of deconstruction, go listen to deconstruction, comes from that is you're de- not deconstructing Christianity as a whole. You're deconstructing the culture of the church you were at. Yeah. So seeing influencers online and going, oh, that weirdo that screams that thing at the beginning of his video that's working in Section 8 stuff. Oh, my gosh, he's a Christian. And I, oh, he's having like a lot of fun in life. And he doesn't seem to be all weird and uptight and you know, dressing a certain way or speaking a certain way or whatever. He is just living his life, but also there the things that he's doing are different from other people. That's actually interesting. I wanna and then it makes people think more. And it can also have the opposite, for lack of a better term. Probably not the opposite, but I'll say the opposite, where it can be a convicting influence for people mm. who are saying they're Christians, right? They might say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but they never go to church. They're not, they're, there's no spiritual fruit there. They just think, oh, well, because I do this, I'm a Christian, right? You know, I, I prayed a prayer when I was eight and I have never gone back to church. I'm a Christian. Seeing someone who is, you know, in the world, they have a secular job, they're working, they're, they're out there, but they also have spiritual defined, you know, they have spiritual, spiritual goals, they're spiritual fruit. That can be convicting for someone who may be away from Christ. And they say, oh, well, you know, wow, I'm seeing that person, they're going to church, they're doing all this, I probably should start going back myself. So I think, I, yeah, I, I really come down on the, uh, the fact that it can be used for good. But again, going back to the Titus reference, don't, you know, I don't think it should be used for stirring up strife. If you're going to be saying something to, you know, uh, in a response sort of way, then use it to rebuke, mm-hmm. use it for instruction, but don't use it for to, to get a response, to get anger. Right. And another caution that I see with it, too, even going off of that, is that they're, that influencers, Christian influencers, they're just... They're too scared sometimes to say certain things. I mean, even the response videos that you've made, which aren't groundbreaking, controversial. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, there was there was one where we had. I mean, it was like the first one you did, and it was like, I mean, I don't know no, how the like, one the like one that got hundred and something comments. The one about the uh, Constantine created the Bible. That oh one had yeah. Like, 15,000 views, I think, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> big man over here. But yeah, but it's. They're scared to say stuff that would cause issue in the world. I mean, even on this podcast, there's some things where it's like, you know, 
there are jobs that are held and we don't need to lose those jobs. Yeah. Now me, I have a job where you can't take it away from me, so I don't really care. And is that I can a, is that a, is that a bet? <laughs> I, can, I can let it rip, baby. Um, but like they, like um, like let's go with, go back to like Joel Osteen when he went on. Uh, I think it was Larry King Live. Yeah. And he wouldn't admit that he was a Christian. It was something like that where it was like he wouldn't admit. No, he wouldn't admit that people were would go to hell was that it no yeah. i thought it was like even even the point of like his salvation like believing like do you believe in god he was like oh, i mean i know that the lord and it's like he wouldn't say yes yeah and then he's like oh well i put out a press release later and i clarified it's like no bro you're on national Clarify tv then. just say yes and and it's uh, you know the, you're on this social media stuff you, you got a lot of followers you're like oh man you know i'm gonna uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna make some money off of this too. This is gonna be great. You know, get your 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 what are they? Get your bag, as they as the children call it nowadays. Um, and and that's great and all. And then it comes down to like someone on a TikTok live going, well, what do you think about like you know, Christians and homosexuality, or what do you think about Christians and you know, uh, living with your with your girlfriend or your boyfriend, or what do you think about Christians and you know, uh, abortion. And, and if you're too scared to like sit there like because you're like, I don't want to lose my following. Well, now you're starting to lose your soul to your following. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't want to stand up for what the gospel says. I don't want to understand. I don't want to stand up for what the Bible says. And all those letters that are in there for us that literally outline so many of these problems are just right in front of you. Like it says it right there. And you're refusing to say those things because you don't want to lose the followers. Yeah. I don't want the controversy. I want the controversy to gain the followers, but I don't want the controversy to lose them. And in this day and age, the people on TikTok, majority of them are not going to enjoy if you say, hey, guys, you can't be a Christian and be gay. Hey, guys, uh, uh, supporting abortion and then also claiming to be a Christian, that's an oxymoron. That doesn't make any sense. Um and, and it's a, a whole thing of, I have to retain the followers. I have to retain my popularity. I have to retain the things that I've, that I've built, right? Mm-hmm. It goes to the I thing. And so then you're too scared to actually stand up for biblical principles that aren't popular in this world, which we're told aren't popular in this world, and you're going to be hated for. But you don't want to be hated because you, <laughs> you want it all. I'm sorry. I get passionate about the, this stuff. The other one that... It annoys me, and I don't know if it really should, but the people that just post, like, it's the video of them, and they're just, like, sitting still, and they, like, do the thing where they point up at the words that they, like, put above them, and they're like, yeah, that's that's good. And it's like... Like the one I sent you today? Did you send me one today? Yeah, you loved it. You laughed out loud. Think about it. Oh, yeah, that one was fun. <laughs> Not like that one. I said that to L'Oreal, it was hilarious. <laughs> but the, the, you know, they're like, they're like... You know, listen, and like written above them, it'll say, Jesus loves everyone, or, you know, stuff like that, or don't forget, Jesus loves you. It's stuff like that all the time. And that annoys me, where it's like, you're you're not, one, what are you, what are you trying to say here? You know, that people can just stay and do whatever they want to do, but it's okay, because Jesus loves them, and then... Are, are you a universalist? Is that what you're saying? That everyone is going to go to heaven because Jesus loves them? That's like the basement uh, used to be a thing here in Birmingham. Yeah. And that guy got arrested after yeah. he pretended to be a cop. I mean, oh my God. I, I called into a radio station to rant about that one time. <laughs> Talk radio. Um, and I know it was weird, but like that was one of the things there too, was that they told those kids in high school, like, look, you smoke weed, you're getting out, going out and getting drunk, you're having sex with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever. Um it's okay. Jesus loves you. Yeah. Like it's okay. 
Like he forgives you, and he like he, he definitely does. When you repent, you turn from the way, and you and you start walking with Christ. Yes, everything's going to be okay. But sitting there being like, "Well, Jesus forgives you. You can just continue doing it," which is pretty much what they were telling those kids. You know, some you know, repent and sin no more. Go and sin no more. <laughs> some repentance or whatever. You know, right? But it's like what you're saying with like the whole like, "Oh, Jesus loves me. I can do what I want. Just remember, Jesus loves me. It's okay." Yeah, and stuff like that. I see that all the time or like I saw Jesus in the clouds today and it's just some Southern woman taking a video of like a cloud and then all of a sudden a really poorly like edited in lens flare goes across the screen like it's a Zack Schneider movie or J.J. Abrams movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, was that supposed to be him? This is the Um, best Photoshop I can do. Like and share (laughs) if you want a blessing. I'll pray for you for every comment. The one I hate is when I'm watching something like that, and then it's like, you know, this tsunami went through, and then you can see a cross, and then I'm like watching it, and I'm like, and then it gets to the end of the video, and there was nothing, and I go, they got me. Why am I even watching this? I saw one today where a woman spilled uh, ink, I think, on her Bible, and then as she's turning the pages, the ink went into the shape of like an angel. And she's like, whoa. Like look. a biblical angel? or Like, like, like a, you know, a like, doll a, like angel. a Christmas angel. Go listen to Christmas. And I was like, um, why? <laughs> why? Um, oh, my goodness. Okay. Is there proof of this, too? I mean, she was just, no, she was like flipping the pages in her Bible, and it went to like a cartoon drawn angel. It looked like your daughter did it. Okay. It's yeah. <laughs> really rude, okay? I'm, I'm just telling the truth, man. What? She's the artist. <laughs> Do you have a list? I do. I guess it's time to get into Luke's list. Luke's list. Hold on, you have to mute first. Oh, wait. You're so I'm, good at I'm this. I'm so bad at this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep that in, too. Luke's list. May or may not be like four or five seconds of silence right there. <laughs> if there are, I, actually, you know, if there are, I'll put something in. I'll, I'll, yeah. All right, so this list comes to us from crew.org. Actually, Crusade for Christ. This is a this is a uh, Jeremiah list, really, because he found it. I had a list, but this one looks a little bit more uh, promising. Um, all right, so this will be five ways to become sorry, one of the kids in my neighborhood is driving with his bass up as loud as possible. Clapped out in, Honda Civic. In, the, uh, in his lifted truck that his daddy bought him. Okay, I'm not hating. I'm just pointing out the facts here. You can tell the different <laughs> neighborhoods we live in. I hear a base, a base car go by, and I'm like, oh, man, Honda Civic or Nissan Maxima from the... er, at the earliest, 97, with you know the back windshield rattling because the silicone is yes. <laughs> broken out for the fifth time, and you say no, it's a raised truck with daddy's money. We live in very different <laughs> parts right. of, of, the, of the state. I'm trying. I'm on the cusp here of greatness. <laughs> All right, so these are five ways to become a, an influencer for Jesus. Right for Jesus. Number one, complete, not compete. The first one is to complete, not compete. Well, they wow. didn't have to. Okay, I just sound ridiculous. This speaks of unity to leverage on the combined influence of the church. When we compete instead of complete, we waste resources and opportunity. I'm guessing they're saying don't compete with the church, complete what the church is doing? Don't. I'm, I, to, to me, what it sounds like is they're saying, you know, if, if you're... Oh, no, here's. There's also a watching world that doesn't receive the best content the combined church has to offer. 
So I'm guessing that's what. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So what were you saying? You it, think it, it, is? it sounds like they're saying work in conjunction and try to fill in the gaps that your church might be lacking in instead of trying to. I've got no with it, and I got no problem with uh, that. I think yeah. it's an okay thing to be the, the. I think it's again, this is one of those like cringy things where it's like, please just stop trying to make up a nice, cool way of saying your point. Just say, hey, we should combine with the church and its influence. And if you see some sort of a weakness, then let's build that part up a little bit, yeah. which is a good thing. I mean, I think you should do that because there's a lot of people, like I said, on Instagram and on TikTok that are coming to it to find truth and the issue of them coming to influencers that suck and then being like oh well that's truth you have a million followers so obviously that's going to be the reason why i'm going to listen to what you have to say it's just absolutely ridiculous okay sorry next one number two show them the father i'm not going to read the next sentence because it's just repeating that (laughs) (laughs) and i almost did it all right how through where the Lord has pointed us. In 1975, Campus Crusade and Youth with a Mission came up with the world-changing revelation. Seven, I'll put you in one more so that it's eight spheres of influence in society where we can take the gospel to. Art and entertainment world, business, church and religion, distribution of media, education, family, government, healthcare, and healing. Each category involves a currency of influence we are meant to release. So it's, just, I guess he's just saying like these are the spheres that we need to take Christ to or yeah, to God to, the Father, but... I, I mean, yeah. I just Why don't you just say you need to just spread the gospel? Okay, um, <laughs> that's fine. Great job. All right. Oh, gosh. Okay, number three, and I say, oh gosh, because I don't know how I'm going to pronounce this word. Enter the Areopagus. The third day, the third way is to enter the Areopagus. The Areo. What word is that? Areopagus. 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 Well, how would I know that's the way to pronounce that? I don't know. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm, I was homeschooled and I don't read. I know how to do it's math. It's pronounced Areopagus. I got a 34 in the math section of the ACT. I got a 18 on the wow. reading. Out of 100? <laughs> the Areopagus. <laughs> I'm just going to call it what I would say. The Areopagus. What did I call it? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> was a public place to discuss and debate. See, now I feel like an idiot that I should have known that word. Um, it comes from Acts 17, 19 through 21. So we need to enter into the public place for discussion and debate. Wow. And you know, I'm not... I like that point. Now listen, listen. Most people would cut that out, folks, okay? I'm going to leave that in. I'm a 31-year-old that did not know how to pronounce Areopagus. Areopagus. You had it right the first time. Areopagus, that's right. But to me, it looks like Areopagus. There was a time once where my father took us... (laughs) I'm just going to share a story right now. He took us to a Civil War uh, battlefield, which included lots of Indian names in the in the plaques that were all around, and we probably read over 40 plaques that day. And he would make each one of the kids in my family read the whole plaque. Well, I was not good at reading. Still not, as you can tell. And every time the Indian name would come up, I'd just stop and stare at it for about five seconds as he just stares at me like he's like... I can't believe you do this. I'm so disappointed in you. And I just would then try to butcher this name. And then he would pronounce it correctly and go, it's pronounced blah, blah, blah. So when you said that to me just now, that really brought back those feelings. <laughs> <All right. laughs> if we don't address it, 
we won't get a say in the position they take. No, I agree with that one. That so the nice. the Areopagus of today is called social media, job, buddy. where we see young Christians engaging in the latest ideas. Again, it goes back to the whole discussion we were having about if you're going to be the influencer and people are coming to you for truth, then you need to have the truth, right? And and we need to be able to work together. I mean, it even goes back to the first point of this list, which is going back and working together. For, and it's not just the church. I think it's all the influencers. It's like, yeah, we can, if there's like, uh, you know, an influencer that's Catholic, we will disagree on many things. There are some things that we will agree on. And in those things, we need to be like, when I went to Colorado um, to see my cousin, they go and protest at um, Planned Parenthood every weekend, every Saturday they're there. And the only other people that are there across the street um, is the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church comes out there and they protest and they're out there like like telling people, please don't go in. Literally offering to adopt the children that people would go in there to have aborted. And so again, like there's things where it's like, yes, I can disagree with a thousand things that Catholics believe in. Um, but that's one thing we can all agree on. And so it's like let's work with let's work with each other to make it so that this is like a well known like hey this is not right mm-hmm. and if you're going to be a Christian you, this cannot be something that you're in agreement with. Good. Yeah. Moving on. Number four. So into the community. I, now I can't read anything wrong because I sound. I, I really. I'm very self conscious right now. Um, so I'm just gonna stare at you. Please don't, Dad. I mean, Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> Got him. All right. All right. Uh, I don't when, like this game anymore. Number four, so into the community. When it comes to social media platforms, the industry standard is to gain as many followers as possible. Wow, Luke, you're so smart. I'm joking. Okay. Uh, as many possible while following as little people as possible. Now, that's something I didn't bring up. Yeah, it's like you want that. I, ratio. Yeah. I've, the amount of followers I have compared to the amount that is following me is like killer. Um, and it's like, who cares at that? I don't really understand why that is a thing, but that is a thing. Um, as I was, there's a word I can't pronounce. I'm just going to move on. Here we have a platform that allows us to reach thousands. Why are we not leveraging that for the sake of an industry standard? So we start to follow and strike up a relationship with as many as who were willing to have a conversation with us. So so into the community. So that'd be like, you have the community. Why not? Yeah. And I think they're talking more about probably what we were saying earlier with the whole like meshing the two together where it's you have unbelievers following you because they just like your content where it's like, you know, maybe someone heard my ridiculous rant. I mean, it was about Jesus. It was a good, it wasn't ridiculous in the fact that it was about Jesus. It was just that I was like so impassioned with that or I just went off. But even like your people with like the day-to-day stuff when they're going and they're, they're, we're going to church, we pray, we do a devotion, we do something. It's like, hmm. What are what are you talking about? And now there's a conversation that keeps going. And as long as your followers aren't rabid beasts, when someone asks the question of like, what are you talking about when you say devotion? Well, then you probably have five or six people that will come in. Well, this is what they mean by that. Yeah. And it can pass information along. All right. Number five, love your neighbor spelled uh, N-E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R. Isn't that English? Like old English? Neighbor doesn't have a U. I think it can. I think it's you know. A color. I, at first, I thought I was an uneducated swine, but now it's actually Jeremiah. So that's okay. Hey, what was no. that word that you couldn't pronounce <laughs> a minute ago? Areopagus. No, okay, the, the one that you didn't even say. Areo. It oh, it's. Uh, I, I don't want to say. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, I don't even know what it is. Oh, I'm just thinking okay. about it now. All right, okay. I want to share with you a word that has been uh, rocking my soul. Okay. 
Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah 1, 14 through 17. Your new moon feast and your appointed festivals I hate with all my being. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. How did Isaiah know this would still be going on in the 21st century? Our worship nights, Easter musicals, cantatas. What are, sorry, would the Lord hate these things with all his being? Would he perhaps not be listening to us? If so, there would be reasons why. Okay, I need to get to the point of loving our neighbor here. Um, there's a lot here, but we should, oh. God is raising a generation who would follow him wholeheartedly and say, I am taking down this giant. Okay, again, that's just in bold and that didn't really make much sense. So, number five is love your neighbor. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, yeah. You should love your neighbor, yes. Yeah. I guess maybe it's like be nice to people online. Don't cyber bully. But it's saying in the beginning here about like. Yeah, I don't understand. Like God saying he hates all this. And then it's like, but what is, if we find ourselves in the, in the house of God, enjoying his presence, but never take his presence outside to those who need him the most, then perhaps he's not listening. Perhaps our worship has become a burden to him. That's. Yeah, sure. I, I, sure. I, that's all you got for me on that one? Okay. Yeah. It's whatever. I don't know. I can't think. I, maybe, not, maybe Satan's a good guy. I'm still, sure. Whoa, 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 <laughs> sure. Whoa, whoa. You know, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> uh, that's all I heard. I don't know. You don't even. I wonder. You have no opinion. Oh, okay, Jeremiah, guys. Jeremiah has no opinion. Instagram and TikTok, (laughs) and that's my list. Is that your list? (laughs) That's my list. All right. Uh, Before we get uh, moving on the end of this episode, we do have. I do have a verse. No, you're not allowed. I do have a verse that I can that I can read without getting wrong about the Areopagus. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm just gonna call Areopagus from now on. (laughs) You, know, you learn something new every day. I think that's the mythical creature that had wings. and That's what like I thought. I was like, what horse? is this, like a Pegasus or something? <laughs> it's like Areopagus. Um, this is Romans 12, 2. This goes out to all my Christian influencers. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, uh, that by testing you may can discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. It We're in a position... No matter whether we want to believe it or not, or like it or not, um, to influence people to Christ, right? So we have, it's more of a burden on us than we really want to believe sometimes. And like this podcast, we're not sitting here getting 2 million listens every week, right? But we do have a listenership so we have to remember that as we prepare for these things, mm-hmm. as we talk on this, like when we're saying stuff, that's why we bring a disclaimer in. That's why when I say something like I did in this episode and I keep trying to be like, okay, that's, I'm not saying this, is because I want everyone to understand what position I'm taking. Jeremiah does the exact same thing. And people who are on TikTok or on Instagram or on YouTube that are Christian influencers that are sitting there influencing people you need to remember that you are still doing something that is a bigger picture thing for the kingdom of God. And you can't just lightly take that upon yourself. You have to understand what it is that you're doing and you need to take it seriously and you need to do the best you can to to bring other people to Christ, to use the platform as a ministry opportunity because that's what it is and sitting there and and just using it for comedy purposes or just using it for i'm gonna bash this person or i'm gonna get a bunch of money because i'll have people giving me deals and stuff 
it's the wrong place to go. So anyway. Yeah, do it all to the glory of God. There it is. And with that, that is the episode on why you're wrong about Christian influencers. Are we Christian influencers? I don't know. Where could people find us, Jeremiah? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. That's where we spread our influence. You didn't see me, but I was throwing up gang signs when I did that. Influence. Yeah, dog. <laughs> um, oh Instagram and TikTok gosh. at first off you're wrong, all spelled out. You can also email us at contact at first off you're wrong. Make sure you spell your correctly. Know your grammar. You can find us on X at you know how to pronounce F things underscore too. O underscore Y. When was underscore the last time you posted w. there? I'm just gonna interrupt you every time you say X because July. That's probably the last time I I'm gonna go. There. I'm gonna go on there this week. I'm gonna put something on there. I don't know what it is. I'm just gonna put something. Yeah, that's good. Uh, if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But, but you, you already, already knew that. that. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we are doing an episode. Bum ba da ba. About why you're wrong about Calvinism. The dirty word. Calvinism with a big C, not a little one. So buckle up, Buttercup, because it's going to be a wild ride. And I think after that, we're probably going to have to do deep dives into a lot of stuff because this is not just a one-episoder. So if you hate that, good. I hope you listen. And if you like that, good. I hope you listen as well. And if you if you don't like what we have to say on this episode or any other episodes, email us. Definitely. Let us know if Please. you have suggestions. Send us a message on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Or email us. Is another pretty good way to get a hold of us. Uh, you know, that's, you know, no one's done that yet. I, I seriously have a feeling that someone has emailed the wrong your. That's why I always clarify. You should have just gotten both domains just so, <laughs> so we make sure we get everybody I'm not in. paying for both domains. <laughs> but anyway, the most important thing that you all learned this week. So first off, you're wrong. <laughs>